Blog Talk Radio. Here we go. Welcome to the Koi Pond and Water Garden Podcast. A podcast for the aquatically obsessed. With your host, Mike Gannon, the Pond Hunter. In pursuit of all things aquatic, bringing you Koi Pond and Water Garden advice straight from the field. The show starts now. Now, now it's all starting. It's all coming together. Hey, everybody, welcome. Welcome to the Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Gannon. This is episode 62, and I'm happy to be here with all of you sharing this time. Uh, I am a pond professional, and uh, I've been a pond professional for 25 years. I'm the owner of Full Service Aquatics, which is a koi pond, water garden, and water feature company based out of Summit, New Jersey. And we specialize in the design, installation, and services of koi ponds, water gardens, and water features of all types, all sizes. And this podcast specializes in all things aquatic. I've been working as a pond professional back since 95 when I started Full Service Aquatics. And uh, it started off as a hobby, of course. I was a fish keeper. Um, I was into outdoors and fish and aquatic plants and all that great stuff. So my work now is a culmination of all those things that I really enjoy. So uh, I'm glad to be able to not only do it, make it a profession for the last 25 years, working with ponds on a daily basis, um, but it helps me help others too. One of the things I do when I'm talking to potential clients, when they're discussing um, water features or koi pond water gardens, what their dreams are as far as making that a reality, uh, there's some really common questions that come up again and again, some frequently asked questions. And I'm doing a series of podcasts to attempt to answer some of those FAQs. And one of the questions that I get often, all the time, is, are ponds hard to maintain? I mean, this is kind of a very nuanced question and has nuanced answers as well. And uh, what do I mean by hard to maintain? Well, to some degree, I'm referring to how physically difficult and taxing it may be. There are some tasks when performing maintenance that requires some physical strength, picking up, lifting, carrying type of stuff. To another degree, I'm referring to how often something needs to be completed. It can be hard to find time for tasks that need to be completed. A third degree is how difficult it is to execute. Are we talking about disconnecting and cleaning a pump intake, or is it just tossing in some water treatment? And finally, does it need a certain degree of knowledge? So as we get into how hard is it to maintain, those are that's kind of the, the prism of thoughts that I'm distilling uh, the, the advice that I'm going to give out here. So, I mean, it, pond maintenance, it's a big topic, certainly worthy of a podcast. One person's frustrating maintenance is another person's zen-like relaxation. There's always that person, there's always the guy, I like spending my weekends cleaning my pond kind of guy. They're out there. So if they like spending the weekends cleaning their pond, how hard is the maintenance? It really depends on how you look at maintenance. 
Is feeding your fish maintenance for you? Is topping off your pond maintenance for you? Is pruning plants maintenance? Or do you look forward to it? How one views maintenance really is a relative term, I suppose. One thing for sure is that all ponds have some sort of system being used to create the desired conditions in the pond, right? Something's hooked up, even if it's just a bubbler. That bubbler is your system. When running a system, it's like, well, it's like running a system, something to always tweak or maintain. To keep something in the state of being that you desire, it needs to be maintained. Everything is in motion. Pumps, skimmers, fractionators, ultraviolet lights, ionizers, biofilters, aerators. I mean, lighting, plants, fish, water treatments. They all require a level of maintenance. Almost all of them at a different time frequency as well. Maintenance can sometimes get involved. I've heard and seen claims from private pond keepers that they have zero maintenance or describe their five minutes a month maintenance routines. They are the I push a button once a year pond keepers. I see this claim or something resembling that pretty often in places like Koi Pond groups on Facebook, water gardening groups, you know, those different groups on Facebook. Five minute maintenance. And you know what? I actually call bullshit. Bullshit. I've also noticed I don't see that claim from pond professionals because uh, why lie about it? <laughs> Five maintenance of minutes of maintenance a month? Please. Come on. Don't believe that shite. Everything requires maintenance. I always tell my clients that. My goal is to create a koi pond, water garden, or water feature that's really low maintenance and easy maintenance when it needs to be done. But I would never make the distorted, fictitious, sometimes just plain deceptive claims that I see about maintenance requirements on the regular. Here are some common maintenance tasks. For example, hold on, because we got a couple. Cleaning filters, flushing lines, clearing overflows, unclogging bottom drains, emptying baskets of skimmers, rinsing sponges, changing bulbs, cleaning quart sleeves of UV systems, changing probes and monitoring equipment like ionizers, cleaning pump intakes, changing treatment bags for auto dosers, emptying the sieve, scooping leaves, pruning and fertilizing plants, leaf netting on, leaf netting off, change out air, air stones, diaphragms, and air lines for the aeration systems, Draining and cleaning a pond, checking water temperatures, installing, uninstalling, de-icers, administering water treatments, feeding the fish. After hearing all these tasks, you may want to stop listening and just give up. But wait, there's more. Don't go. I have good news, too. A well-designed pond can be surprisingly easy to maintain. But I don't care how well you design a pond, unless it's indoors and in completely controlled conditions, which is rare and expensive, you would still require maintenance. You're going to have to maintain your pond or have a pond professional do it for you. There is no shame in being fully hands-off and just purely enjoying your pond. Most pond professionals are going to offer maintenance packages for pond owners, so always talk to your local pond pro. Get them on speed dial when you need them. You need them. 
But again, let me say it, everything requires maintenance people. So let's get into some maintenance. The amount of maintenance required for any type of koi pond, water garden, water feature is based on several variable factors. Experience, size, location, equipment, water treatments, fish, and plants. All of those are going to come into play when deciding how hard is it to maintain a pond. Experience is a biggie. Are you new to ponds or is it old hat for you? How much experience you have with pond keeping will be a big factor in how much maintenance or perceived maintenance you need to do. If you're experienced in pond keeping, you may have a routine down and systems in place that make your required maintenance really easy and relatively fast. With experience, you can apply multitasking techniques to maintain your pond. Maintenance will probably be no more than five minutes a month. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The five-minute maintenance doesn't exist, so I'm just kidding about that. But really, with experience, you can get pretty efficient at maintenance. You know when things need to be done, how to do them, so your speed of service will be as fast as you can make it. On the other hand, if you don't have experience, then maintenance is going to take longer. It's going to seem more intimidating, perhaps a bit frustrating. If everything is new to you, it's going to take more time. But this is true with just about everything in life. No, pond keeping is no different. I suggest trying to enjoy the process of learning how to maintain your pond. As a matter of fact, take it slow. Take your time. Learn it. Learn it good. Learn how to do it slow and make improvements to speed it up and lessen the amount of time and increase the ease of the tasks that you're performing. As you gain experience, it gets easier and more enjoyable. Believe me, maintenance is the best five minutes of my month. Not. So experience certainly matters. The size of the pond, well, that's a big factor, of course. That's logical. However, a smaller koi pond, water garden, or water feature is not necessarily easier to maintain. Smaller bodies of water can be more prone to faster fluctuations in water quality and temperature, which kind of requires a bit more of a watchful eye at times. Generally speaking, however, a 4x6 goldfish pond is going to be easier to maintain than a 15x30 goldfish pond or koi pond, water garden, fusion pond, whatever it is. There's just more to do. There's more area to cover. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that the chores and tasks involved to maintain your feature are difficult. It just means it'll take more time due to the size. You could have the same size skimmer box on a 4x6 pond as you would on an 8x10 pond. So, I mean, the maintenance is kind of going to be the same, even though it's almost double the size. So, size is a factor. Location is a factor. The location of your koi pond or the water garden, water feature, whatever it is, is a pretty key consideration when it comes to the amount of and difficulty of maintenance that you have to deal with. Some immediate factors that just come to mind is, is the feature under a tree? Does that tree lose leaves every year? How much sun does your pond get? What kind of weather is in the area? Do you have changes of seasons? Do you have snow? Do you have rain, freezing and thawing? Are you in a windy area? Do you experience dust storms? 
Is the feature by a street? Is your pond by a traffic area, golf course, wildlife area? Is it easy to access the pond? Is it a public location or a private location? Location is a really big consideration. Where to locate a water feature is a big part of what I cover when consulting with clients. I'll very often recommend relocating water features because of a poor location choice. Location, location, location. Like so many things in life and business, the location of something will determine how successful it is, and a pond is no different. Make sure you give some real consideration to the location that you're choosing for your feature. Think it through. Play out a full year in your mind of what may be happening at the location that you're considering, where your location make taking care of and maintaining your pond any easier or more difficult. When considering the location, give yourself a couple of options. Make sure that one of your considerations is maintenance. Equipment plays a big role in how hard it is to maintain a pond. When it comes to equipment, we're talking about where the rubber meets the road or for this conversation, where the water passes through the equipment or something like that. I'm going to work on that expression. I'll get back to you on that. And you will have to work on your equipment. Every piece of equipment you use for your pond to create your filter system will require some level of maintenance. The quality of the equipment you use will dictate how much maintenance you'll need to perform. I always suggest using professional-grade equipment. One of the reasons uh, it would be considered professional-grade is due to the amount of and the ease of maintenance. And of course, other things like how well made the equipment is. But hobby level equipment always requires more maintenance. And it's a little more of a pain in the ass factor as well. And a lower level of performance. Pumps, skimmers, intake bays, fractionators, UV, ionizer, biofilter, settlement tanks, bottom drains, brushes, sponges, biomedia, baki showers, aerators, lighting, and more are examples of the components that will make up a system. That's a lot of stuff, right? Some filtration systems are less involved than others. You may, your setup, maybe it's just a pump, skimmer, and biofalls. Maybe it's just a pump. Maybe it's just an aerator. Who knows how basic one can go? On the other hand, Maybe your system has all the components listed before, along with an underwater camera system, blah, blah, blah. Who knows how involved one can get? You can get really involved in setting up equipment for these things. I've seen some pretty nutty systems. And just because you have tons of stuff hooked up to your pond does not mean you're getting good results. And it also does not mean that you're, you know, you're reducing the amount or ease of maintenance. In my experience, the more involved a system is, the more problems they have. Your equipment choices will affect your life as much as your fish and plants. The frequency of service for any component is too hard to predict, but a weekly check on everything should be done and maintenance performed as necessary. I could tell you a biofilter is not too hard to maintain, but some of them are ridiculously frustrating designs. One thing I feel is important advice for making your pond easier to maintain is to oversize your equipment. If you have a 1,000-gallon pond, get a filter for a 3,000-gallon pond. I don't know how manufacturers get away with their ratings, 
Actually, I do, but we don't have time for that here. That can be another podcast. But there's usually no way that a filter rated at at 1,000 gallons is going to handle 1,000 gallons of a living, breathing, functioning pond. Always oversized, and someday we'll cover the whys of that piece of advice. If you don't want your pond hard to maintain, oversize your equipment. The beauty of it all, the fish and the plants, what we're all here for, well, they affect maintenance as well. A lot, actually. Fish and plants are kind of what it's all about in a way. A pond without fish will not need as much attention, or I won't get as much attention either. A pond without plants, also not that much attention. Fish will affect how hard it is to maintain your pond. The type and quality of fish affects maintenance. Uh, quantity. The type and quantity of fish will affect your maintenance. Higher fish load, higher feeding rates, higher maintenance by way of more filter cleanings like sponges, brushes, nets, etc. Some foods have higher or lower residual nutrients and are more or less messy. Hopefully, you enjoy feeding fish as much as most people do because koi and goldfish should be fed regularly, if not daily. I say daily. Koi and goldfish are large, high-energy fish, and they just love to eat. Plants, listen, plants too, they're constantly growing. They're shedding. I mean, they are plants. We want them to do that. That means we're doing something right. Plants are most likely kept in containers with dirt and gravel. Little pieces of dirt are always escaping to create a cumulative effect of maintenance plus pieces and plant parts are falling off, breaking down and creating maintenance. So higher plant load will require more overall maintenance. Pruning and fertilizing, we're actually, which to me are, are kind of satisfying tasks. They do take time to complete though. If you want your plants to perform, you gotta do it. Most pond keepers enjoy the water gardening aspect of the lifestyle, but like any beautiful garden does, it takes time to cultivate your water garden. It takes time to do the maintenance. But man, the results can be spectacular. Water treatments also can have a big effect on maintenance. Treatments can be very helpful. I'll tell you that I'm not really a chemical guy when it comes to pond keeping. I'm not crazy about using chemicals or preventative medications. But with that said, I do acknowledge that they play a role and can be very effective. My preference out in the field is to use bacteria-based, more natural treatments as part of the full-service aquatics maintenance routines. You know, full-service aquatics, my company based out of Summit, New Jersey, we specialize in koi ponds, water gardens, water features. Give us a call, 908-277-6000. But from time to time, chemicals will come into play. But water features, uh, water treatments like beneficial bacteria can help make your day-to-day enjoyment of the pond last a little longer in between maintenance tasks. One thing I want to drive home when it comes to how hard it is to maintain a pond is that there are some pretty great pond professionals out there. Most of those companies will have some sort of maintenance program to really make all of your pond keeping experiences easier. These pros are typically skilled operators of all types of pond systems. Just like you would hire an air conditioning guy to work on your AC system or a plumber to work on your plumbing, a mechanic to work on your car, a pond pro 
knows how to work on your PON systems. Most of the time, they can make what you currently have as your system perform better or offer solutions for improvement. Do you want five-minute maintenance? Maintenance can actually be reduced to five minutes a year by taking five minutes to sign up with your local pond professional and their maintenance program. That is when it takes five minutes. Then I can honestly tell you that pond maintenance is not hard at all. Reach out to your local pond pro. If you need a referral, by the way, let me know. Give me a call. Send an email. I'll hook you guys up. So how hard is it to maintain a pond? Is it difficult? Well, again, that's a very nuanced topic, and I hope some of the information I gave you helps you decide how hard it will be for you. So to recap, the main factors are experience, the size of the pond, experience of the pond keeper, the size of the pond, location of the pond, the type of equipment you have connected, the fish and plants, the amounts and types that you have, and water treatments. How hard it all really is would be up to the pond keeper, but checking out shows like this, the Koi Pond Water Garden podcast, will certainly put you on the path to better solutions. Pond keeping does not need to be hard at all. There are many ways to build a pond and be successful, but some just require a lot more work than others. I truly believe in 25 years of installing ponds, making all the mistakes, seeing all types of results, I'm confident that how my company builds ponds now is by far the easiest system to work with and delivers the highest return in enjoyment and clear water and healthy conditions with the least amount of maintenance to do. So how you build a pond makes tons of difference. Not all ponds are created the same. Do it once, do it right, and you'll have years of great experiences ahead of you to enjoy with those that you love. So everybody, thanks so much for spending time with me. This is the Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast, episode 62. And I'm your host, Mike Gannon. I appreciate being here with you guys to talk about all things aquatic. And hey, I'm a Koi Pond Water Garden Water Feature professional for 25 years now. My company, Full Service Aquatics, is based out of Summit, New Jersey, but we take on projects just about anywhere. If you have a project you're considering, if you need some advice, or maybe you just want to say, hey, don't be shy about giving me a call. I'd love to hear from you. 908-277-6000. That's my number. It's a really easy number to remember. 908-277-6000. We can talk about anything you want as long as it's in the pursuit of all things aquatic. You can find more of the Koi Pond Water Garden podcast on iTunes, on Blog Talk Radio, and other podcast platforms. You can check out my YouTube channel called The Pond Hunter if you want to see some cool project videos from my company, Full Service Aquatics. My website is fullserviceaquatics.com, or you can use loveyourpond.com. That's me. That's an easy name to remember. I look forward to hearing from all you guys. Be good to each other. Share your pond keeping passion with those around you. We need more pond keepers in the world, as strange as that may sound. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share this. Let others know I need your help to keep content like this coming out. Keep it pondy, everybody, and I'll see you next time on the Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast. Peace, everybody. You have been listening to the Pond Hunter Radio Broadcast on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Mike Gannon, the Pond Hunter. In the pursuit of all things aquatic, 
Broadcasting Wednesday nights on Blog Talk Radio. The Pond Hunter, Hunter. keeping it pondy for the aquatically obsessed. You got that right. Keep it pondy, everybody. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Blog Talk Radio. Here we go. Welcome to the Koi Pond and Water Garden Podcast. A podcast for the aquatically obsessed. With your host, Mike Gannon, the Pond Hunter. In pursuit of all things aquatic, bringing you Koi Pond and Water Garden advice straight from the field. The show starts now. Now, now it's all starting. It's all coming together. Hey, everybody, welcome. Welcome to the Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Gannon. This is episode 62, and I'm happy to be here with all of you sharing this time. Uh, I am a pond professional, and uh, I've been a pond professional for 25 years. I'm the owner of Full Service Aquatics, which is a Koi Pond Water Garden and Water Feature Company based out of Summit, New Jersey. And we specialize in the design, installation, and services of koi ponds, water gardens, and water features of all types, all sizes. And this podcast specializes in all things aquatic. I've been working as a pond professional back since 95 when I started Full Service Aquatics. And uh, it started off as a hobby, of course. I was a fish keeper. Um, I was into outdoors and fish and aquatic plants and all that great stuff. So my work now is a culmination of all those things that I really enjoy. So uh, I'm glad to be able to not only do it, make it a profession for the last 25 years, working with ponds on a daily basis, um, but it helps me help others too. One of the things I do when I'm talking to potential clients, when they're discussing um, water features or koi pond water gardens, what their dreams are, as far as making that a reality, uh, there's some really common questions that come up again and again, some frequently asked questions. And I'm doing a series of podcasts to attempt to answer some of those FAQs. And one of the questions that I get often, all the time, is Are ponds hard to maintain? I mean, this is kind of a very nuanced question and has nuanced answers as well. And, uh, what do I mean by hard to maintain? Well, to some degree, I'm referring to how physically difficult and taxing it may be. There are some tasks when performing maintenance that require some physical strength, picking up, lifting, carrying type of stuff. To another degree, I'm referring to how often something needs to be completed. It can be hard to find time for tasks that need to be completed. A third degree is how difficult it is to execute. Are we talking about disconnecting and cleaning a pump intake, or is it just tossing in some water treatment? And finally, does it need a certain degree of knowledge? So as we get into how hard is it to maintain, those are that's kind of the, the prism of thoughts that I'm distilling uh, the, the advice that I'm going to give out here. So, I mean, it, pond maintenance, it's a big topic certainly worthy of a podcast. One person's 
frustrating maintenance is another person's zen-like relaxation. There's always that person. There's always the guy, I like spending my weekends cleaning my pond kind of guy. They're out there. So if they like spending the weekends cleaning their pond, how hard is the maintenance? It really depends on how you look at maintenance. Is feeding your fish maintenance for you? Is topping off your pond maintenance for you? Is pruning plants maintenance? Or do you look forward to it? How one views maintenance really is a relative term, I suppose. One thing for sure is that all ponds have some sort of system being used to create the desired conditions in the pond, right? Something's hooked up, even if it's just a bubbler. That bubbler is your system. When running a system, it's like, well, it's like running a system, something to always tweak or maintain. To keep something in the state of being that you desire, it needs to be maintained. Everything is in motion. Pumps, skimmers, fractionators, ultraviolet lights, ionizers, biofilters, aerators. I mean, lighting, plants, fish, water treatments. They all require a level of maintenance. Almost all of them at a different time frequency as well. Maintenance can sometimes get involved. I've heard and seen claims from private pond keepers that they have zero maintenance or describe their five minutes a month maintenance routines. They are the I push a button once a year pond keepers. I see this claim or something resembling that pretty often in places like Koi Pond groups on Facebook, water gardening groups, you know, those different groups on Facebook. Five minute maintenance. And you know what? I actually call bullshit. Bullshit. I've also noticed I don't see that claim from pond professionals because uh, why lie about it? <laughs> Five maintenance of minutes of maintenance a month? Please. Come on. Don't believe that shite. Everything requires maintenance. I always tell my clients that. My goal is to create a koi pond, water garden, or water feature that's really low maintenance and easy maintenance when it needs to be done. But I would never make the distorted, fictitious, sometimes just plain deceptive claims that I see about maintenance requirements on the regular. Here are some common maintenance tasks. For example, hold on, because we got a couple. Cleaning filters, flushing lines, clearing overflows, unclogging bottom drains, emptying baskets of skimmers, rinsing sponges, changing bulbs, cleaning quart sleeves of UV systems, changing probes and monitoring equipment like ionizers, cleaning pump intakes, changing treatment bags for auto dosers, emptying the sieve, scooping leaves, pruning and fertilizing plants, leaf netting on, leaf netting off, change out air, air stones, diaphragms, and air lines for the aeration systems, draining and cleaning a pond, checking water temperatures, installing, uninstalling, de-icers, administering water treatments, feeding the fish. After hearing all these tasks, you may want to stop listening and just give up, but wait, there's more. Don't go. I have good news, too. A well-designed pond can be surprisingly easy to maintain, but I don't care how well you design a pond unless it's indoors and in completely controlled conditions, which is rare and expensive, it would still require maintenance. 
You're going to have to maintain your pond or have a pond professional do it for you. There is no shame in being fully hands-off and just purely enjoying your pond. Most pond professionals are going to offer maintenance packages for pond owners, so always talk to your local pond pro. Get them on speed dial when you need them. You need them. But again, let me say it, everything requires maintenance, people. So let's get into some maintenance. The amount of maintenance required for any type of koi pond, water garden, water feature is based on several variable factors. Experience, size, location, equipment, water treatments, fish, and plants. All of those are going to come into play when deciding how hard is it to maintain a pond. Experience is a biggie. Are you new to ponds or is it old hat for you? How much experience you have with pond keeping will be a big factor in how much maintenance or perceived maintenance you need to do. If you're experienced in pond keeping, you may have a routine down and systems in place that make your required maintenance really easy and relatively fast. With experience, you can apply multitasking techniques to maintain your pond. Maintenance will probably be no more than five minutes a month. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The five-minute maintenance doesn't exist, so I'm just kidding about that. But really, with experience, you can get pretty efficient at maintenance. You know when things need to be done, how to do them, so your speed of service will be as fast as you can make it. On the other hand, if you don't have experience, then maintenance is going to take longer. It's going to seem more intimidating, perhaps a bit frustrating. If everything is new to you, it's going to take more time. But this is true with just about everything in life. No, pond keeping is no different. I suggest trying to enjoy the process of learning how to maintain your pond. As a matter of fact, take it slow. Take your time. Learn it. Learn it good. Learn how to do it slow and make improvements to speed it up and lessen the amount of time and increase the ease of the tasks that you're performing. As you gain experience, it gets easier and more enjoyable, believe me. Maintenance is the best five minutes of my month. Not. So experience certainly matters. The size of the pond, well, that's a big factor, of course. That's logical. However, a smaller koi pond, water garden, or water feature is not necessarily easier to maintain. Smaller bodies of water can be more prone to faster fluctuations in water quality and temperature, which kind of requires a bit more of a watchful eye at times. Generally speaking, however, a 4x6 goldfish pond is going to be easier to maintain than a 15x30 goldfish pond or koi pond, water garden, fusion pond, whatever it is. There's just more to do. There's more area to cover. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean that the chores and tasks involved to maintain your feature are difficult. It just means it'll take more time due to the size. You could have the same size skimmer box on a 4x6 pond as you would on an 8x10 pond. So, I mean, the maintenance is kind of going to be the same, even though it's almost double the size. So, size is a factor. Location is a factor. The location of your koi pond or the water garden, water feature, whatever it is, is a pretty key consideration when it comes to the amount of and difficulty of maintenance that you have to deal with. 
some immediate factors that just come to mind is is the feature under a tree. Does that tree lose leaves every year? How much sun does your pond get? What kind of weather is in the area? Do you have changes of seasons? Do you have snow? Do you have rain, freezing and thawing? Are you in a windy area? Do you experience dust storms? Is the feature by a street? Is your pond by a traffic area, golf course, wildlife area? Is it easy to access the pond? Is it a public location or a private location? Location is a really big consideration. Where to locate a water feature is a big part of what I cover when consulting with clients. I'll very often recommend relocating water features because of a poor location choice. Location, location, location. Like so many things in life and business, the location of something will determine how successful it is and a pond is no different. Make sure you give some real consideration to the location that you're choosing for your feature. Think it through. Play out a full year in your mind of what may be happening at the location that you're considering. Will your location make taking care of and maintaining your pond any easier or more difficult? When considering the location, give yourself a couple of options. Make sure that one of your considerations is maintenance. Equipment plays a big role in how hard it is to maintain a pond. When it comes to equipment, we're talking about where the rubber meets the road or for this conversation, where the water passes through the equipment or something like that. I'm going to work on that expression. I'll get back to you on that. And you will have to work on your equipment. Every piece of equipment you use for your pond to create your filter system will require some level of maintenance. The quality of the equipment you use will dictate how much maintenance you'll need to perform. I always suggest using professional-grade equipment. One of the reasons uh, it would be considered professional-grade is due to the amount of and the ease of maintenance. And, of course, other things like how well-made the equipment is. But hobby-level equipment always requires more maintenance. And it's a little more of a pain in the ass factor as well, and a lower level of performance. Pumps, skimmers, intake bays, fractionators, UV, ionizer, biofilter, settlement tanks, bottom drains, brushes, sponges, biomedia, baki showers, aerators, lighting, and more are examples of the components that will make up a system. That's a lot of stuff, right? Some filtration systems are less involved than others. You may Your setup, maybe it's just a pump, skimmer, and biofalls. Maybe it's just a pump. Maybe it's just an aerator. Who knows how basic one can go? On the other hand, maybe your system has all the components listed before, along with an underwater camera system, blah, blah, blah. Who knows how involved one can get? You can get really involved in setting up equipment for these things. I've seen some pretty nutty systems. And just because you have tons of stuff hooked up to your pond does not mean you're getting good results. And it also does not mean that you're, you know, you're reducing the amount or ease of maintenance. In my experience, the more involved a system is, the more problems they have. Your equipment choices will affect your life as much as your fish and plants. The frequency of service for any component is too hard to predict, but a weekly check on everything should be done and maintenance performed as necessary. 
I could tell you a biofilter is not too hard to maintain, but some of them are ridiculously frustrating designs. One thing I feel is important advice for making your pond easier to maintain is to oversize your equipment. If you have a 1,000-gallon pond, get a filter for a 3,000-gallon pond. I don't know how manufacturers get away with their ratings. Actually, I do, but we don't have time for that here. That can be another podcast. But there's usually no way that a filter rated at 1,000 gallons is going to handle 1,000 gallons of a living, breathing, functioning pond. Always oversized, and someday we'll cover the whys of that piece of advice. If you don't want your pond hard to maintain, oversize your equipment. The beauty of it all, the fish and the plants, what we're all here for, well, they affect maintenance as well. A lot, actually. Fish and plants are kind of what it's all about in a way. A pond without fish will not need as much attention, or I won't get as much attention either. A pond without plants, also not that much attention. Fish will affect how hard it is to maintain your pond. The type and quality of fish affects maintenance. Uh, quantity. The type and quantity of fish will affect your maintenance. Higher fish load, higher feeding rates, higher maintenance by way of more filter cleanings like sponges, brushes, nets, etc. Some foods have higher or lower residual nutrients and are more or less messy. Hopefully, you enjoy feeding fish as much as most people do because koi and goldfish should be fed regularly, if not daily. I say daily. Koi and goldfish are large, high-energy fish and they just love to eat. Plants, listen, plants too, they're constantly growing, they're shedding. I mean, they are plants. We want them to do that. That means we're doing something right. Plants are most likely kept in containers with dirt and gravel. Little pieces of dirt are always escaping to create a cumulative effect of maintenance, plus pieces and plant parts are falling off, breaking down and creating maintenance. So higher plant load will require more overall maintenance. Pruning and fertilizing, we're actually, which to me are, are kind of satisfying tasks. They do take time to complete though. If you want your plants to perform, you gotta do it. Most pond keepers enjoy the water gardening aspect of the lifestyle, but like any beautiful garden does, it takes time to cultivate your water garden. It takes time to do the maintenance. But man, the results can be spectacular. Water treatments also can have a big effect on maintenance. Treatments can be very helpful. I'll tell you that I'm not really a chemical guy when it comes to pond keeping. I'm not crazy about using chemicals or preventative medications. But with that said, I do acknowledge that they play a role and can be very effective. My preference out in the field is to use bacteria-based, more natural treatments as part of the full-service aquatics maintenance routines. You know, full-service aquatics, my company based out of Summit, New Jersey, we specialize in koi ponds, water gardens, water features. Give us a call, 908-277-6000. But from time to time, chemicals will come into play. But water features, uh, water treatments like beneficial bacteria can help make your day-to-day -day enjoyment of the pond last a little longer in between maintenance tasks. One thing I want to drive home when it comes to how hard it is to maintain a pond 
is that there are some pretty great pond professionals out there. Most of those companies will have some sort of maintenance program to really make all of your pond keeping experiences easier. These pros are typically skilled operators of all types of pond systems. Just like you would hire an air conditioning guy to work on your AC system or a plumber to work on your plumbing, a mechanic to work on your car, a pond pro knows how to work on your pond systems. Most of the time they can make what you currently have as your system perform better or offer solutions for improvement. Do you want five-minute maintenance? Maintenance can actually be reduced to five minutes a year by taking five minutes to sign up with your local pond professional and their maintenance program. That is when it takes five minutes. Then I can honestly tell you that pond maintenance is not hard at all. Reach out to your local pond pro. If you need a referral, by the way, let me know. Give me a call. Send an email. I'll hook you guys up. So how hard is it to maintain a pond? Is it difficult? Well, again, that's a very nuanced topic, and I hope some of the information I gave you helps you decide how hard it will be for you. So to recap, the main factors are experience, the size of the pond, experience of the pond keeper, the size of the pond, location of the pond, the type of equipment you have connected, the fish and plants, the amounts and types that you have, and water treatments. How hard it all really is would be up to the pond keeper, but checking out shows like this, the Koi Pond Water Garden podcast, will certainly put you on the path to better solutions. Pond keeping does not need to be hard at all. There are many ways to build a pond and be successful, but some just require a lot more work than others. I truly believe in 25 years of installing ponds, making all the mistakes, seeing all types of results, I'm confident that how my company builds ponds now is by far the easiest system to work with and delivers the highest return in enjoyment and clear water and healthy conditions with the least amount of maintenance to do. So how you build a pond makes tons of difference. Not all ponds are created the same. Do it once, do it right, and you'll have years of great experiences ahead of you to enjoy with those that you love. So everybody, thanks so much for spending time with me. This is the Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast, episode 62. And I'm your host, Mike Gannon. I appreciate being here with you guys to talk about all things aquatic. And hey, I'm a Koi Pond Water Garden Water Feature professional for 25 years now. My company, Full Service Aquatics, is based out of Summit, New Jersey, but we take on projects just about anywhere. If you have a project you're considering, if you need some advice, or maybe you just want to say, hey, don't be shy about giving me a call. I'd love to hear from you. 908-277-6000. That's my number. It's a really easy number to remember. 908-277-6000. We can talk about anything you want as long as it's in the pursuit of all things aquatic. You can find more of the Koi Pond Water Garden podcast on iTunes, on Blog Talk Radio, and other podcast platforms. You can check out my YouTube channel called The Pond Hunter if you want to see some cool project videos from my company, Full Service Aquatics. My website is fullserviceaquatics.com, or you can use loveyourpond.com. That's me. That's an easy name to remember. I look forward to hearing from all you guys. Be good to each other. Share your pond keeping passion with those around you. We need more pond keepers in the world, as strange as that may sound. 
If you enjoyed this podcast, please share this. Let others know I need your help to keep content like this coming out. Keep it pondy, everybody, and I'll see you next time on the Koi Pond Water Garden Podcast. Peace, everybody. You have been listening to the Pond Hunter Radio Broadcast on Blog Talk Radio with your host, Mike Gannon, the Pond Hunter. In the pursuit of all things aquatic, broadcasting Wednesday nights on Blog Talk Radio. The Pond Hunter, Hunter. keeping it pondy for the aquatically obsessed. You got that right. Keep it pondy, everybody. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Peace.